I also made the case for owning Bitcoin, the quintessence of scarcity premium. Scarcity premium. It's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply by its design. The total quantity of Bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million. Bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented. If you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. Hey, hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome back to Solo Rep number 24. Extremely busy as of late, but highly favored and highly fortunate to be able to work in the Bitcoin community with so many awesome people and get to meet so many awesome people. But before... I prioritize any other work or any other type of project. I got to make sure that I'm here for the Talking and Bits listeners because you guys are the ones that motivated me to get here. You guys are the ones that I do this for. And because I'm able to come here and come to the gym, quote unquote, and be able to put my reps in, uh, the, the product improves, Jose improves, the, everything else improves around it. And I think it's it's awesome. And I appreciate all that. So before I even get into any of the various topics that I'm going to talk about here, please remember that this is meant to be a small and concise weekend rip. This is by design. This is meant to be able to bring some points and bring some conversations up to you. So I'm able to rant on on a few things. And some people don't like the rant. Some people do like the rant. But the point is, is that you're not supposed to agree with me all the time. You can di- disagree with me many of the times. It's to get the, the brain working. It's to get the thought provoking and have you either bring the conversation back to me via boost or anything like that or carry the conversation out whenever you're out having lunch, whenever you're at that weekend birthday party, whenever you're at the gym uh, flexing in front of the mirror, you'll be able to carry some of these conversations. And hopefully, I give you some ammunition. So please remember that. Um, to start the show, I'm going to show some love to those listeners that have boosted the show and have given me some... Feedback sometimes, sometimes they're rocking with me, sometimes they don't, but I'm going to get better at this. I want to be able to highlight y'all because Talking in Bits is completely audience funded. And as you guys know, I wouldn't be able to do any of this without y'all. So at the very beginning, uh, Armor, uh, that's your fountain handle. Uh, He brought up Tap Signer. Um, I should be able to talk about Tap Signer and about NFC. Well, Armor, uh, I appreciate that, but I don't have a Tap Signer. Um, I, I haven't felt the need to get one. Um, I usually hot spend, meaning that my hot wallet is usually moon wallet and I usually have it with like a few hundred dollars. And then whenever I need to spend that at a Bitcoin event or I need to show some love and give some sats or something like that, I usually use that. Um, But I I do have an episode where I talked about NFC and when the MK4 was coming out and the benefits, I think, to be able to transition from a traditional cold storage hot wallet device to be able to now bring that anywhere and not necessarily using it in the traditional fashion, which is only for private keys and only for cold storage, but have it be more of a, you know, NFC tap enabled wallet. So I know you're not talking about the MK4, but the same thing applies here. Uh, I love the idea of NFC tapping. I've been doing that with the legacy stuff like Apple Pay and Google Pay and all that stuff way before it was even popular, way back to the Nexus S days on Android. Uh, I've been tapping my device and being able to pay for things. I think it's a phenomenal way to do it. So I think it's only natural to be able to have something like a a seed signer, um, like you do with your Visa card nowadays, right, where you just go up to that you know, a little wavy sign thing and just kind of tap it and it works. Well, why not do that with Bitcoin? So I'm all for tap signer. I'm all for NFC and devices like the MK4. Um, And eventually 
when we reach mass adoption, I can see the Apples of the world and the Googles of the world adopting a way for you to be able to spend your sats um, via whatever wallet, you know, because especially Android, you're able to use the NFC API on your app if you design it. So I see a world where Moon now will be able to tap into Apple's API or something like that to be able to allow me to spend from my Moon wallet by tapping my iPhone or my Android phone for those uh, Graphene and Catalyst uh, uh, ladies and gents out there. So I don't have a tap signer. Um, maybe I'll get one eventually. Maybe I'll look into one. Um, it's the same thing with seed signer. Like I really love the idea of a seed signer and getting used to having a, a, a multi-sig, you know, bolt setup if you want or a cold storage setup where it kind of where the device is stateless and it kind of forgets check out my episode with jevy on that we talk about that a lot there uh um but i don't have one yet and, and a lot of the reasons for that is is because i don't find the use for it in my day-to-day bitcoin usage so thanks for that boost i appreciate it keep that stuff coming uh and maybe i'll get a tap signer one day maybe you could even boost back or hit me up on twitter deathbed talking a bit and we could talk about the tap sign a little bit i'm all for that as well um, BTC Priestess, uh, The Broken Ruler, Absurdient, Dirty Jersey Whore. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Uh, Dirty Jersey Whore tells me to preach it. That's all I know how to do, brother. I don't know how to do anything else here. Um, so I appreciate the love, Absurdient. I appreciate the law, The Broken Ruler. You guys rock with it. You guys definitely uh, know what I'm about and know my tempo and respect my tempo. Therefore, I respect y'all. Thanks for the boost. Ron, Ronnie, I appreciate you, man. Cast iron for life, man. Actually, as we're speaking, uh, uh, as I'm recording this now, I can smell the filet mignon coming from downstairs because my wife is using a cast iron to cook up some filet mignon from KNC Cattle. So, yeah, Ronnie, cast iron life, man. I appreciate you. Uh, thanks for showing love to the show. And once again, hope all is well. And uh, let's talk about what we were talking about in the DMs where you're out here talking to these ranchers because I think it's a really good idea and I think you'll be fantastic at it. Crankle uh, Don. Too much cussing. Gotcha. I heard it. Well, you don't have to listen, Crankle Don. And I appreciate you for listening. And I definitely would like to stick you around. And I do, to be honest here, see the environment where, like, sometimes I get loose. But what you don't understand, Crankle Don, or maybe you don't understand, is that I'm absolutely fed up with what's going on around here, man. And maybe cursing is not the best way to be direct. But cursing is the way that I like to fire under your ass like I have the fire lit under my ass. So that's just the way I communicate. I have had other great people tell me that I'm a little bit out of bounds or, or I'm too much in the paint and all these other analogies. All I have to say to everybody in that nature is, is well, don't, don't listen. I mean, this is why I do this. This is why it's my show. This is why I have no sponsors. This is why I don't do that. So I apologize. I know you said that you like to cuss more than anybody else. Well, come join the fire. Maybe you just are not as upset or as fed up with things as I am. Uh, and no, I'm not talking about UD. I'm talking about a much bigger picture than just UD. Um, so thanks for the boost. I appreciate it. I appreciate the feedback as always. Uh, but I can't tell you if I'm going to keep cussing or not keep cussing. Most likely I am because I am fed up with most of the things that are happening here. So that goes for the boost segment. I appreciate y'all the talking a bit, a bits, folks. You guys are coming in. You guys are coming loud. Um, and keep those boosts coming. Keep interacting with me. I try to interact with y'all, and I'll get better at making sure that I include y'all in these weekly episodes. Patar, didn't forget about you, good sir. I appreciate you guys, as always, for dropping that Antonin. Uh, um, I can never say his damn name, but Antonopinus? You guys know who the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but shout out for that. That was a fantastic quote, and I always appreciate the love. You've been a talking a bit supporter for a very long time now, and that doesn't go unnoticed, good sir. I appreciate you. Um, 
All right, let's get into a few topics here so we can kind of skim through this really fast here. Once again, I am squeezing in this episode here uh, a little bit earlier than I usually record these solo rips. So some of these events, um, you know, or upcoming events, may I, I may miss them, I can't. But I'm extremely, extremely busy, y'all, in a good way. I don't want to rub that off on y'all. I don't want to say that it's too much for me. I'm actually honored, like I said earlier in the episode, and highly favored. Uh, tomorrow I'll be recording with Crowd Health. Check out that episode. It's definitely a big episode. Um, actually, this week, I ha- uh, you don't have a main chain episode from me, and that's because I've been so tied up and so busy. But Crowd Health will be uh, published, depending on when you listen to this, uh, as the next main chain episode. Check out the Jason Rick episode, man. If you guys don't know about ranchers, if you guys don't know about farmers, if you guys don't know about that proof of work and how it correlates with Bitcoin, that's the last main chain episode. And I'm I'm so humbled to have known Jason Rick uh, uh, and be able to talk to him. He's a really based rancher, understands Bitcoin and understands, obviously, uh, ranching the right way. Um, and, and, And interesting conversation with him. So go check out that episode if you haven't already. Um, and just for boost purposes, I just bought a half a cow today, man, from from KNC, from K Cattle here in Austin. So uh, ask me anything you want, you know, uh, and, and the questions, how I did it, what I'm expecting, why I did it. Uh, head up to me. Let me know if you want to know more about that. But I just bought a half a cow earlier today. So super busy keeping it moving here. I'll be at Austin Bitcoin Club uh, helping Michael over there uh, at Wood. Shout out to Michael. Shout out to Oshi. Um, uh, basically record that ABC conference. You'll probably check it out on their YouTube. So I'm everywhere here working with the Meat Mafia guys. I don't know if I'm supposed to be announcing that, but I'm super hella proud of those guys. And I'm hella proud that I'll be able to help them out. Uh, working with Slim on the on the Beef Initiative and Texas Slim's podcast, uh, lending my expertise there. As you guys can see, Jose is highly favored, and it's not by accident. I work hard at this shit, man. Um, I I you know I I really love the uh, medium of podcasting. I think you guys have heard me say this plenty of times. It's the last free form media that we have left, and now I'm I'm starting to and and loving the fact that I'm going to be able to bring that value over to other people with strong messages here in the space and give them my expertise and how they could take this podcast and medium to the next level, like I have for y'all. So, uh, topics I have: the money is dying, the money is dying, man. Europe is bailing uh, banks out, uh, um, China and others are dumping the dollar. Well, guess what? So should you. So should you, if you haven't figured this out already, um, I think somebody put the number, if you had like, uh, I think it was like $100 million or something like that, um, uh, uh, say a few years ago, you're now down to $70 million, right? The money is collapsing. Don't let me have to remind you of that and don't let yourself get gaslit. Keep some liquid expenses up close that you're willing to spend in the near short term because obviously day to day, we're still interacting with this fiat system. And honestly, I'm kind of, interacting more with the Bitcoin network than I am with the fiat system nowadays. There's a lot of opportunities with like apps like Oshi and being able to buy me and being able to buy other services. I just got this haircut by using Bitcoin to, to, to buy for the, to, to pay for this haircut and pay for my son's haircut. So there is ways, but yeah, I'm not telling y'all to go on zero. That's not my thing. You guys keep some liquid expenses, but realize if you're holding money for the long term, you're probably going to get wrecked slowly but surely, either a really fast rug pull, like you wake up and you're locked out of your finances or et cetera, et cetera, or a slow one where like, as Michael Saylor famously says, melting ice cube status, where like your funds are kind of just worth less and worth less. So the world is starting to pay attention. There's a lot of turbulence happening with Russia. There has been. Um, China's being more bold with their decisions. And I think the ultimate the ultimate situation here is, is the, the U.S. is going to have to fight to keep the dollar alive because everybody's going to say, the hell with this. 
And now with the power of Bitcoin and what Bitcoin has been able to leverage here and give not just us in the United States, but people around the world the opportunity. Now, sort of like we see Bitcoin as the tool to get us out of this tyranny. So do other countries, man. So do other places. Uh, uh, and, and I think Russia would be no different. If you have a viable way to opt out of the U.S. dollar, well, why the hell not do it on a personal level to a business level, to a state, to a country, to a nation, right? Like Bitcoin is that tool that's going to allow you to get away from this money that's dirty, that's tainted by blood, that's tainted by war. And that's uh, something that the world is paying attention to. So uh, make sure that you're opting out of the dollar every single day. Make sure that you're putting away money in Bitcoin and holding it in multi-signature cold storage is how I recommend you holding it. So you're not the single point of failure here. Um, that's extremely important. But many people think that it may not be as important or um, they think that they have time. Hey, listen, man, I'm not I'm, I'm, I don't predict certain things, so I couldn't tell you how much time you got. But I think it's sooner rather than later, man. I think the world has had enough. I think we as people has had enough. And I think the U.S. has stepped on too many uh, or let's say has burned too many bridges in order to get that trust back. And sure, they got that military uh but let's hope that it doesn't get there because other places have militaries as well. So get out of the dollar. You should. I'm getting out of the dollar. And that's something that we should be going. Um, back to fiat systems and trust and, and, and getting nasty here. We got a few companies here that are notorious for just doing shitty shit. And they're not slowing down and they're not stopping now. So PayPal uh, released uh, some statements here where they're changing their terms and condition to basically ban you or fine you. This is the, the real interesting part because they've been able to ban you for a while and they they will. They, they've shown no secret and no bias towards banning people. Uh, but actually charge you, effective November 3rd, an amount of money if you basically say the wrong stuff. Like if you're using their payrails, um and, and, the, and the ad here and the, the post here says is rolling out of PayPal is rolling out a new agreement to give itself more censorship powers than the ability to deduct income directly from those who won't abide by a speech rules. All right. So let me kind of give an example here. So obviously this is value for value. I say what I want when I want. You guys know that. But if I w if it wasn't value for value and you guys were helping support the show through PayPal, that last episode where I went on that but 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 master rant or whatever about the slave that could have maybe cost me, according to this article, $2,500. And PayPal could have easily just went in there and be like, but, 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 give me the money. <laughs> um, and yeah, that, that just goes back to why I think podcasting is the last medium, but why Lightning Network and the Bitcoin Network have allowed us to now swerve around this nonsense. Because imagine if you have a successful show, imagine if you have a successful following, and now your followers can't really even tell you how they really feel about your show because, as of November 3rd, PayPal is now the arbiter of truth. And if you're collecting payments through them, from my understanding, then you could wake up to a $2,500 bill because you went against their speech rules. Get out of here. We don't need you. We don't need to do that. That's shady business there, and there's no place for that here. So opt out of that, y'all. There's ways to do that. Um, podcasting, if you're doing podcasting, 2.0 is the way to do that. Now, even with BTC Pay Server, as I talked about in a few episodes ago, you can actually host your own podcast and don't even need to rely on the anchors of the world, et cetera. So there is tools out here that will allow us to say what we want, when we want, and not wake up with a $2,500 bill. PayPal, get the hell out of here with that. To stay on the theme of shady businesses that you guys know I love, Compass Mining, <laughs> you guys can't, um, 
you guys can't just get off the floor, man. You guys can't do anything to save yourselves. You guys can't do anything that's for the people. You guys just can't do anything right. Um, and this is where eventually you will fail. And it is no secret that I have two miners here with Compass that I'm dying to pull here. And that's in November. Uh, but this new shit that they just pulled here may or may not affect that happening for me. And uh, I, I got to figure this out because this is crazy. So Compass Mining continues to rug pull through a contract change. I agree with what somebody said here. I think that should be illegal. I don't even know if that is legal. But they basically said, here are some new, like, talk about like weekend random shit. Here are some new terms and agreements. You either agree with them in 48 hours or we automatically opt you in. Whoa. Fam, I don't, I'm not reading anything in 40. Matter of fact, like, in my situation, the email that I have for my Compass Mining account is not even one that's viable for me to get notifications. Like, I have to periodically check that email. It's not attached to my phone. It's not none of that. And I'm sure there's a lot of people like that, especially people that care about being anonymous, that don't check their emails all the freaking time. How are you automatically going to opt in somebody? And then you're going to give me a whole brand new term sheet. Like, this isn't like, hey, we added one clause. Here's the 101. It's like, oh, a brand new term sheet about uh, hosting, about repairs, about... I heard somebody say about changing rates. Like, hey, fam, if I locked into a rate, you can't just change that contract out the blue without me approving it verbatim or without me signing something that says I approve it. I don't really know the legalities of here. If anybody knows the legal logistics of that, please reach out to me and let me know. But I don't think that you could just wake up like, as it'd be like, like whoever I pay my mortgage to, if they just woke up tomorrow and were like, hey man, you know what? That long ass sheet that we signed with all those contracts and all those terms, oh, you're going to pay an extra uh, $1,000 in rent. And there's nothing you can do about it. You better answer in 48 hours though. What? I, I don't really know what the hell is going on there. Um, but that needs to be addressed somehow, some way. So I reached out to Compass and I basically said, hey, my contract is up in November. I'm pulling these miners from y'all. This better not affect me. What's up? And I'll let y'all know they haven't answered back. But once again, you guys cannot, you guys continue to not be able to do anything good for the consumer, for the client. Like everything I see y'all do is for y'all best interest. And even you made this whole change of leadership and fired, quote unquote, a bunch of people and did all that. And you still can't do anything good for anybody but yourselves. What about the client, fam? Like I work at client services at Unchained Capital and our clients are number one priority, bro, as any other successful business is. What's up with y'all, man? What are y'all smoking over there? What do y'all think y'all are over there? Right? Or is the, is the ship already sailed and you're just trying to pocket as much as you can? I'm thinking that that's the case. But damn, through the life of this podcast, we've talked about compass mining way too much. It's probably one of the worst things I ever decided to do, to be quite frank. So that's another shitty situation here. But on the good news here, maybe in part due to compass mining, but maybe not in part, the hash rate continues to keep pumping. It's at an all-time high once again, and it's going to continue to keep pumping. And that's a very bullish sign for Bitcoin because, remember, that's what secures the network. And maybe compass mining does have a lot of miners online. Uh, so they're contributing to that. But overall, very proud of the mining community. It's come a long way since even I came into Bitcoin where, it, it, you know, everybody was still wondering, can I plug one of these machines at home? And now you see all types of cool shit online where people at home, people in different places. Uh, I told, I gave you all my update about the, the pleb that's helping me uh, plug my miner in while I help him with his sick miner. Um, that's going kind of up and down. 
Still appreciate him working with other pleb miners to help me figure that out, which is fantastic. Love the mining community. Love the pleb miners. Um, y'all keep it up. Y'all keep pushing and y'all keep teaching me because it's inspiring to see y'all do your magic and secure this network that we all love and that we need to be able to win this fight that we continuously talk about here in Talking in Bits. So shout out to them. Uh, I'm going to go through a few random things here um, to wrap up this show, but I want to give a tip uh, for stacking that a lot of people don't realize. And I'm going to give an analogy here, um, especially for the DCA stackers. Like if you're putting away 100 a week, 200 a week, 25 every few days, that's fantastic. Keep buying, keep chomping away at that these low prices. Keep uh, building that wealth. That is the way to do it. But I wanted to give you something that you may not know is happening and, and, and an example. So when you DCA, every time you DCA, you get a UTXO. And for those that don't know, a UTXO is an unspent uh, transaction, right? So it's you getting that coin in, you getting that uh, um, that UTXO in and never spending it. It just sits in your vault. But what ends up happening is, and this is a form of maintenance, and uh, you could go back to the Phil Geiger episode, actually, when we talk about multi-sig, where he talks about this cleaning out the room and this maintenance thing. But what happens is, is you continuously keep stacking UTXOs. And if you want to think about UTXOs as like dollar bills, like individual ones, well, think about having a wallet in your back pocket that has $300 worth of $1 bills, made up of $1 bills. Man, that's going to be a really hard wallet to fold, to manage, and to put in your back pocket without your leg or your ass going numb. <laughs> so, you know, when you do that, that makes it much more difficult for you to be able to sign transactions. That makes moving Bitcoin on the network much more expensive because you're now moving much more data. And remember, you pay for data that's being moved. That's what the minor fee is. So... Uh, a rule of thumb is, is for the DCAers, especially the multi-signature -sig uh, si uh, DCAers, is make sure you do a consolidation transaction and make sure you spend out of your wallet, your vault, whatever it is you want to call it, in order to consolidate those. And what you're basically doing by consolidating those UTXOs is you're basically getting those $300, $1 bills. You're handing it to the network, a.k.a. the cash register or the, the register person, and they're going to return to you. Uh, $100 bills, three $100 bills in this example, that'll make your wallet easier to manage, lighter to fold up and easier to, uh, you know, and faster to interact, which in the Bitcoin networks means cheaper to move Bitcoin around. That's just a fun fact here. I don't know how that relates to anything that I've been talking about, but I do want to give more practical advice here on the show. Um, I know my rants are fun and my rants are actually therapeutic in a way because <laughs> I know y'all fuck with it and I know y'all listen with it. But, you know, we are trying to learn how to use this tool as it evolves. Um, I don't know if it was Odell. I don't know who it was. But the, there is a famous quote out, a line out there that's basically saying, whoever tells you that they understand Bitcoin is lying to you because it's an ever learning thing every single day. That probably was Odell. So I want to be able to give some of these tips because I find them useful um, and I share these tips pretty much on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, to sign off here, Lightning surges to past 5,000 Bitcoin in the Lightning network. That's huge, man. I don't know what the US dollar value there is. I really don't even give a damn what the US dollar value is. But that's letting us know that Lightning is solving our day-to-day -day problems. Bitcoin has already solved the implementation of those problems, but Lightning Network and the instant connect, uh, uh, settlement and uh, the you know slim to none fees and the speed at which it conducts itself, especially here in Value for Value podcast, where you could give micro payments, 
right? Or big payments is starting to really, really solve a lot of problems in the world. And this is no longer about sending five, ten dollars of Bitcoin. You can now literally send hundreds of dollars, sometimes thousands of dollars over the night lightning network. And the more capacity that that increases, the better it is for all of us the more uh, easy it is for, for Bitcoin to be adopted by the masses because it's instantaneous settlement. And I wanted to sign off with, the, with, with, this, uh, uh, with that topic and that point because, man, Lightning has come a long way from when I came in, say, uh, started learning about it, oh, two and a half years ago or so. Um, we are now being able to do real business stuff with the Lightning Network. And I'm very bullish on where it's going. So many, uh, and so are many others. And um, it's literally going to be the gateway to mass adoption is going to be the Lightning Network. Um, so keep your eyes peeled with Lightning Network stuff. Keep contributing to the show, even if they're micropayments. I do appreciate those. And that's only valuable through Lightning. If you really value something and you really care about something and you really want it to stick around, do your role like I do and support those things. It doesn't have to be podcasting. It's anything. If you support your local business, do that. If you support your local rancher, pay lightning and use it to buy beef from them because it helps them day to day. Um, let's continue to keep this international lifestyle of value for value and let's continue to change the world together. With that, that wraps up episode solo rip number 24. I, I forget these numbers because we're breezing by them. Check out the Jason Rick, uh, Jason Rick episode on the main chain if you haven't already. That's a great episode. I also posted that Talking in Bits is close to a million sats donated from y'all, from the, the greatest people in the world, the listeners, the first-time listeners, the last-time listeners. I appreciate y'all. Let's get this past a million and let's go past it. Remember that 5% always goes to open sats, and that's also helping us get these uh, Sparrow wallets of the world and these other open-source FOSS products. So this isn't just a selfless act. This is to be able to continue to spread the Bitcoin word. Um, so let's keep pumping that. I appreciate everybody that's listening. And I'll talk to you on the main chain episode with Crowd Health. If all works out well, I'm very busy, but I keep thinking about y'all and I want to keep giving y'all this content because I love y'all and I care about y'all. Until next time, later.